0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Small Council Radio where we talk about Anything and Everything, A Song of Ice and Fire by Simon. So tonight we are going to finally be talking about the Tactics deck uh, reveals. Uh, We're starting with neutrals. Um, I wanted to wait to start talking about Tactics decks and the cards because we didn't have a lot to compare it to. Um, for example, when Baratheons first dropped uh, their uh, Vision in the Flames and they had all those cool reveals, it, it felt it didn't feel right to compare them to anything 1.6 with uh, knowing that a lot of things are getting toned down. So we wanted to wait a couple weeks, and in that time, that's when we kind of threw in the Greyjoys finally uh, in our last couple shows. But now that we at least have... Uh, the Targaryens, the neutrals and the Baratheons all out. We can kind of compare them all, uh, chose to do neutrals first because I think it's probably the most interesting and, uh, you know, some of the coolest changes in my opinion, uh, that's not to take away from Baratheons or Targaryens, which are both also great reveals. Uh, we just felt like neutrals was a good place to start and, uh, you know, we wanted to kind of jump on there. Not only that, uh, but with us tonight, we have Justin. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Oh, you're welcome.
0: And uh, I know you guys already know this, but for some of you that are listening in, uh, maybe for the first time, but Justin is our host that is uh, super big into neutrals. uh, So it's definitely great to have him on to kind of talk about the the neutral, especially the Boltons of all things, uh, reveals. Cause that's, I know you're a neutral player, but I think, uh, it's, it's mostly Boltons and then, you know, a lot of the other stuff kind of spliced in. Oh yeah. They're my babies. So, um, but yeah, with that said, uh, I'm excited to finally talk about these tactics cars now that we kind of have a little more to compare them to and a little better, you know, a better, uh, contrast, uh, cause, from what we've been seeing, the cards are definitely toned down, which which is fine. If everything's getting toned down, then it is what it is. I think it'll be a learning curve. It'll be something like an adjustment, because uh, we're kind of used to some cards being so powerful that uh, in some cases they can just turn an entire game off of one card. And that's not to say that uh, the stuff that's been revealed can't also do that, but I think it's going to happen less often. Um, But to jump uh, into the first card, we will be going with uh, the generic tactics deck first. First up, we have Tactical Approach. When a unit is performing a melee attack before rolling attack dice, choose one. This attack deals plus one hit. Uh, Another option is after rolling defense dice, the defender blocks plus one hit. If you control the letter or if your commander's unit is the attacker or defender, deal or block plus one more hit. So I'm going to have you uh, start us off with this one, Justin. How do you kind of feel about this card compared to what it used to be? So what it used to be was wealth and
1: cunning, block or gain D3 hits or blocks. Uh, And then if you control the mail, it's just straight three. Um, So this card is obviously toned down a bit, but at the same time, uh, I always said that the biggest counter to playing a neutral player, just take the, the mail and you like severely hinder them, and that card is a big factor in that. I can't tell you how many times I've rolled a three at, with the D3 on that because I'm not actually sure I have <laughs> out of the like thousands of times <laughs> I've used it. Uh, I've gotten the three plenty when I take the mail, but against a savvy opponent, that doesn't matter. So even though this card's mostly toned down, uh, you know exactly what you're getting when you use it. There's never a time where you're unsure, which yeah, one hit or one block honestly is almost never going to matter. But you know, sometimes it's a little bit extra, especially with the game, like really starting to seem like it, like fights are going to drag out over more than one swing. It's going to take multiple rounds, potentially even for some of the weaker units. Um, This card, I think has a lot more value. And then the, now, if you have mail, you're always getting two, which is only one less, uh, and then one more than one. It's it's weird because it's such a small number, but you can always use it on your commander. And I think from the two commanders we've been revealed, uh, in my experience with most neutral commanders, you didn't really have anything like not so much bunkery but you didn't have like a strong elite unit to toss him in that wouldn't just explode if the right wrong thing happened and now I really feel like you do so now you have that option of always getting two regardless of what you take to really focus on your commander being a very centerpiece of your army which is really cool
0: yeah and I think uh you know the fact that you can auto trigger the um block 2 Hits or add plus two hits for your commander's unit uh is definitely a nice boost for you know like you're saying like the commander to really push out some damage or to survive, especially you know with some of the other stuff that we're gonna be talking about um, later in the show, like with the units, but just sitting them in a bunker or even in, you know, let's say a uh, black card for the bunker or uh, bastard girls for the, like an offensive, like attack, you know, those extra two uh, hits or extra two blocks could really, you know, change uh, the course of an entire attack. Um, so I think it's nice that it uh, Forces—I wouldn't say force—but it, it's nice that it really gives you an incentive to f- use it on your commander, um, and gives you a, a way to get the boost without having to rely on the mail, like you were saying. Because um, you know, if you block that mail, it could really screw things up with uh, the previous card.
1: Yeah, and it is—if uh, I'm not mistaken—was um, it Michael or someone else who said like? W- Uh, faction identity and the identity of neutrals is going to be really heavily based and centered upon their commanders as opposed to other armies. So this is a pretty good example of that.
0: Oh yeah. For neutrals. Yeah. They they've mentioned how uh, the neutral faction is really going to heavily rely on their uh, focused around their, their commanders. I think specifically through their tactics deck, because um, I know uh, they've mentioned with Targaryens that they will be uh, their commanders will have a fourth card. So they'll Targaryens and neutrals are both going to be kind of centered around the identity of their commanders, but they're both doing it in a different way, which is which is neat. I think it's it's pretty cool that they're able to. Do it with two different factions, but in different ways to really make them unique. Next up, we have Adaptive Methods. Start of any turn, replace one condition token on any one unit with any other condition token. If you control the mail, you may move one condition token from one unit to any other unit. So, uh, Justin, which one, uh, do you know which one this replaced? Uh, Yeah, I think uh, for
1: some reason the name's escaped me. Honestly, I feel like it's called Adaptive Methods, but I'm going to check while I'm talking. (laughs) Uh, It's been a couple minutes (laughs) since I played. (laughs) But um, I know exactly what it did. Uh, It's basically the same card. The only difference now is uh, more or less the timing of it, which is pretty fair. Oh, uh, yeah, it was called Adaptive Method, so the name hasn't changed. I felt like it did, though, so I had to look. Um, so, really, the, the difference here is the uh, the timing.
0: Um,
1: well, sort of. So, it's the timing and then the first ability. The first ability used to be expend a condition token as if it were any other token, uh, and this time it's replace a token with any other token. So, that part is probably, in my opinion, like a buff, Um So, before you had to expend it, so uh, you had to be at that process in which you, like at that point in which you could expend it as what you needed. So, if you were attacking, obviously at that point you can't expend it as a panic token if that's what you needed. So, there could be situations where your opponent's able to like take it off before you actually expend it as you want. Uh, Now, you can replace it at the start of any turn for what you want. The neat thing about adaptive methods before was that it was any time, and I think it was like one of the only cards in the game, or only one of the only triggers that had any time, and any time truly just meant whenever you want, which was great. And it kind of took precedence if you were the first player most of the time. Uh, now, the start of any turn, a little bit of a nerf, not really opposed to it. Anytime was incredibly powerful. That's easily one of the best cards in the old neutral deck and time and time again that was proven. So start of any turn, still really easy to use and honestly it could be exactly when you need it. Say you know your enemy's got one activation left and you really gotta survive that attack so you switch it to a weakened token because you know that's the only activation that they have left and they're going to attack you with it and that could save you for a round or two. I think it's fairly... Barely the same. It's doing pretty much what it was doing before. A little bit harder to
0: use, but no less potent. Yeah, and I think one important word to note, though, is it does say replace and not expend. So uh, I don't know if maybe that's, high, like, not hindsight, but foresight into maybe units that, uh, have, like, have that wording of may not expend um, a token. Uh, I mean, really it would only matter if they only have a certain token you can't expend uh, cuz obviously if it's all tokens then <laughs> it wouldn't matter if you replaced it from a weak into a vulnerable because you can't expend any of them but it'd be interesting to see if uh s- some units come out eventually maybe I don't know maybe with uh some factions that haven't been released yet uh where you um, can only ex- like you can't expend a certain type of whatever type. So then I you can't can be expend like, weekend well, tokens well. on this unit. Or yeah, or vulnerable. And then you know, let's say that's all you can place because let's say uh, assuming um, I don't know uh, what places out tokens. PyCell, Assuming PyCell doesn't change, and you you place a weakened token on them, then uh, you're like, well, that's useless if you can't expend a weekend token this card can now turn it to a different token that can then be used i mean granted this is all speculation because who knows if a unit will ever be like that but it's still one of those things that they changed the wording and they did go and say that they would be looking at every word like all the wording and looking at how they would interact and i think uh i'm given seem on the benefit of the doubt here and assuming that this was intentional word replacement um, in order to potentially do that
1: it's a really good point because uh, right now uh, I'm solely take a look at them so they can't gain weakened tokens but there are situations or they can't gain tokens right I think that's what their ability says or is it just they can I forget
0: uh, they can't uh, gain passed, any right? tokens I so I'd have this to. This could
1: be important depending on the situation. Like, uh, Roos's old commander card, I don't know what they are now, but like his current commander cards, um, you have to expend a panic token on them, but you expend it for a different reason. Uh, so say you like shut them off at one point and you're able to get like a vulnerable token on them, but you really need that uh, panic token and you just can't get it back on them. You can now turn it into what you want. Obviously, things are going to change, but that's an example of what could pot- be possible.
0: And, uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's one of those small things that maybe, like, you miss first read-through, because I definitely, when this article first came out, it didn't jump out at me. Like, it's only now that I have the current deck up and then the new deck. Um, Hang on. Something is going on with the show here. It is telling me I have almost no time left. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry, guys. I'm actually uh, at the in-laws, and so I was uh, setting all this up last second to make sure that it was going good. But I know I put it in for the right time. Hmm. A minute left, Dave.
1: Oh, no. If we talk really fast.
0: Yeah. Worst case, I, uh, I'll set up another show. I, I apologize if for anyone listening. Um,
1: let's see here. 12 seconds, Dave.
0: Yeah, it looks like I'll have to create another show. I apologize for anyone listening. I don't know how that happened. I know I set it for two hours. Um, but uh, I will try to set up another show, and I apologize for the inconvenience, everyone.
1: it's still going.
0: Um,
1: see some litch in the system, but
0: I mean, it seems like it's still recording, isn't it? See, I'm having a brain fart. Yeah, I think it's, it's recording, uh, but uh I I don't think it's gonna record uh for much longer. Okay, well I why think don't we cut a,
1: Why don't we make a plan real quick, to reschedule it right away?
0: Yep. So I'm gonna end the show, everybody. I am going to start one immediately up after this. We will start from there. So anyone listening, um It should just be the very next episode on our list. I won't delete this one. That way, uh, if you've already listened through uh, some of the cards that we've talked about, uh, you'll be able to jump right into the next episode and get the rest of this, uh, this discussion.